Do you read your Bible consistently? Do you read your Bible at all? Maybe you want to, you desire to, but life. Life is busy. Life is distracting. I totally get it. I get it when the day is going by so fast and you didn't do it and then it's over and then you want to try again the next day. Well, sister friend, today we are going to talk about ways to spend time in the word, even among the busiest of busy lives. I'm going to write some permission slips, encourage you and share some scriptures to get us through. Before we jump in, listen to what Sasha Starr said over on Apple iTunes. Everything is different with Jesus, she says. I love how Samantha keeps that heart and focus here. She speaks on such encouraging topics for women of God to pour into. Thank you, Sasha, so much. Friend, would you mind taking two seconds to leave a review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts at? Spotify, Apple, wherever. More reviews simply just means that more women can listen and hear the encouraging message that God has for them. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Okay, I'm excited about this episode because I have heard this time and time again I don't have time, I'm overwhelmed, things like that, right? And maybe it sounds familiar for you. It's definitely familiar for me between work and prepping food and activities, family responsibilities, working out, schoolwork, the list goes on. And then of course, fill in the blank of your list as well. We all have a lot to do every single day. And I totally get it, totally get it. So how do we do the things we need to do and spend time reading our Bible. Busy schedules, distractions, and a lack of motivation can make it difficult to prioritize time with God. But fear not, you're not alone, and there are ways to overcome these obstacles. In the words of Billy Graham, the Bible is not an option. It is a necessity. You cannot grow spiritually strong without it. Thank you, Sir Graham. I want to share a tiny story. A few weeks ago, Matt and I and my parents went to see the Awe of God tour with John Bevere and Kim Walker-Smith. And if you have not seen them at all or heard of it, check and see if they are local to you because it was the bomb.com. Legit, like I talked about it over on social media. If you follow me there, you saw some clips from it. If you don't follow me, then why are you not following me at AbundantWoman.co or AbundantWomenCo? (laughs) Anyways, it was a powerful night. There were lots of takeaways from that night. I literally have a notepad full of notes just from the speaking. But one thing I specifically remember was John's incredible memory of scripture. Granted, he did just write a book about the topic he was speaking on. So of course, 
He knew it and was prepared for the speech and the preaching that he was doing. But I just remember thinking like, wow, dude really knows his word, like knows it, knows it, like pulled up scripture stories out of memory, knows it. And it wasn't like an, oh man, Sam sucks and John's the best thing ever. I do think he's great, but it wasn't like a condemning thought. It was more so like an encouraging thought. It was an, I want to know the word like that. I want to know the word so well that I can pull up stories and pull up scriptures to encourage and just have it there and live from it, right? I want to be able to know the meanings of words and context and to be able to recall the scriptures instantly. Kind of like, honestly, y'all, it's kind of like how I can recall any song from, you know, 1990s to 2010, any song lyric, basically. I got you, but I can't (laughs) memorize scriptures in the same way. Maybe we should make them all songs. But anyways, I digress. How do I do that? And during this time, like I'm at the event, I'm thinking that like, this is so cool. Like I want some of that, right? And I just remember the Holy Spirit gently reminding me and like nudging me like, you can, (laughs) you can have that. The scripture is available to you just like it is to John. And that I, Sam, am capable of doing that. And to be fair, I am studying the word now more than I have ever in my life. I am in the word a lot. But his reminder was more so like, it's not for John. It's not just for the people on stage. It's not just for the people on the podcast. It's not just for other people, sister, friend, The word is for you. It's for me. And if we want that desire, I mean, like if we have that desire, we want that sort of knowledge of the scriptures, we can have it. So I want to remind you of that as well, that that lifestyle, that memorizing scripture, that knowing these stories in context and all the things that's fully and readily available for you and I. But the first thing I would have to do in my life is to make it a priority. For example, If I wanted to lose weight before summer, I would eat healthy and work out. If I wanted extra income for a vacation, I would pick up more clients. It's the if and then effect, right? If I want to be knowledgeable of the word, then I need to be in the word. (laughs) If I want to know God more, then I read about who he is and his Bible will tell me. If I want to recall these stories and peoples and scriptures, then I need to, it needs to be in me. I need to memorize it, right? Like that's how it works. That's my story. That's what I desire. But what's yours? I would love to hear. Honestly, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram or any of the places. And I would love to hear what is your desire when it comes to the word of God? What do you, do you just want to read it every day? Do you want to be soaked in it? Do you want to understand context? Like, what do you want? Maybe you just memorize, want to memorize like a scripture a week. Or maybe you want to learn about who God is and his characteristics. Or maybe it is for you, fill in the blank. This is what you want to do. In Job, it says, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. I really like bread. (laughs) So when I read, I was reading through the scripture, I was like, man, is the Bible that important to me? Like, I love me some sourdough. Is the Bible more important than my sourdough? Yes. The Christian Sam would say, yes, it is. But the real Sam would say, is it? I mean, I think it is, but is it? Do my actions speak louder than words, right? Here's the thing, friend. The word of God holds incredible power, power to transform our lives and other people's lives, power to provide or to provide comfort, to provide guidance, wisdom, encouragement, 
to tell us who God is, to show us the things that Jesus did while he was here on this earth. It helps to grow our faith by God's word and letting its truth sink deeply, deeply into our hearts and minds. Through the Bible, we get to learn how God wants us to live, and we learn what he has done to save us. The Apostle Paul puts it this way, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Friend, put in your name with that servant of God, so that Sam may be thoroughly equipped for every good work, that Kelly may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Put in your name there. In Psalm 119, verse 105, we read, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And in Hebrews 4.12, we're reminded that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Let these truths inspire and motivate you as we explore ways to stay consistent with Bible reading. So we have this desire, right? But we also know that God even says we should read it, but life. So let's talk about life. One, my first tip, we're going to break it down to a few tips. Number one is to prioritize and relationship. We're going to do those two words. The first prioritize, just like I mentioned above and what the Holy Spirit showed me and nudged me, it needs to be a priority. The Bible has always held importance to me. It has always held authority but it always hasn't been my priority. At one point in my life, I ran to it when I needed something. It was like my self-help book. At other points, I've ran to it when I needed to prepare to teach or preach. And at some points in my life, I've asked people first. I've gone to the people before I went to God and his word. And even other times, it was simply a checklist of ways I was supposed to be a good Christian. But now, today... It is a relationship that I get to make my first priority. I read the Bible because I love God. I want to know more about him. I want to spend time with him. And it is so very important to me. Anything that is important to you will be a priority. I once heard this quote that hits me like in the gut every time. And it says, I say this with love. (laughs) It says, it's not that we don't have time. It's just that that thing isn't important to us, right? If there's a way, if you love it enough, you'll make time for it. If it's a priority, you'll make time for it. This quote (laughs) is kind of what my diet feels like right now, but that's for another episode. So first step is to be honest with ourselves and ask, is it a priority? Like not in a shameful, not in a condemnation way, but like legit is reading the Bible a priority to me. I think it is because you clicked on this episode, honestly. I think it is because you listen and you're hanging out with me. So then let's ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, can you please give us, give me, give us a hunger for his word? Let me not be satisfied until I've sat with him. Give me a desire to know him more intimately, Lord God. Ask him, right? And so we're honest with ourselves. Great job. Now what's next? Make the time. Like I said, if it's important to us, we make the time for it. One of the most reasons I hear is that we don't have time. I get it. I totally do. If you're anything like me, there are things you can cut out. Like that Netflix show every single night. And don't, this isn't for you. This is for me. Like Sam is holding a mirror to myself because 
Your girl could cut out an episode of a show that I watch with Matt every night. (laughs) Or I could wake up earlier. And I say that and it hurts me a little bit because I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person. But that is an excuse. If I want something enough, hard enough, then I will make a way, which means setting my alarm clock earlier. But I know that all the mamas listening to this were like, (laughs) my kid already doesn't sleep. I'm still nursing. I'm worrying about my teenager out at night. Like, no, I get that too. (laughs) I totally get it. But pick a time that works for you. Make the time, a specific time, and then a specific place. I even would go as far as to encourage you to schedule it into your calendar. If you're a scheduled person, put it in your calendar. This is an hour block of time that Sam, that mom, that you are unavailable, right? I'm spending time with God. Make that a priority and put it in the calendar for everyone to see. And really, honestly, let me tell you this, for moms with littles, I can't tell you like how many times, more so than not, my kids come and wake up. I'm like, yes, I'll wake up 10 hours earlier. And it's like they smell me or something, right? They're like, mom's awake. Let's go find her. But my littles, especially, it never fails. I'll get like 10, 15 minutes in. Like I dive right in. And then I hear little foot foot patterns. But I want to encourage you in this. Put them in your lap. Put them next to you. Cuddle them and read the Bible. Like you can do both, especially in this season because... The season is so short, though it really doesn't feel like it, but I'm told (laughs) it's so short. So schedule it in the calendar, make it a non-negotiable and make it happen. When preparing for your Bible time, you can do things the night before, right? You could take a shower night before, you could set your coffee timer, you can do things like that to make it easier in the morning. You can also get a Bible area, if you will. I have a Bible basket. You've seen it on social media. Actually, I should probably share it again, but a Bible basket. And it's this little like wire wicker basket and it has my Bible. It has a robe. It has highlighters, pens, and notebooks. And if I'm doing a devotional, it's all in there. And that sits right next to my window, which is right where I read the Bible every single morning. So when I wake up in the morning, it's just go get my coffee. Thank you, Jesus, for coffee. And then come sit and I dive right in. There's no phone. There's no looking for X, Y, Z. There's none of those things. Everything that I need is right there, right? And so in the morning, I grab my coffee, sit down and read. This, the, not scripture, the quote, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So like, think of what would make your life easier in the morning. Schedule the time, make it a non-negotiable, and then ditch the distractions, Leave your phone on the charger or somewhere away from you because the scrolling on social media habit is legit real. I mean, I'm giving you my life. (laughs) It is real, but it'll also eat up your time in the word. And then you'll spend more time on your phone than you're actually with God. So leave all of the distractions other than the babies because like you can't leave them anywhere. (laughs) Leave them somewhere else. Okay. Next. You still with me? Yes, Sam. Okay. Next. Pick a Bible that you understand. I'm a hardcore fan of paper Bibles for several reasons. Let me tell you. Mainly, I think, because if I use my phone app, like we just talked about, then I'll distract myself. A notification will come up. An alarm will come up. Something will come up that will completely derail my focus. Also, (laughs) I am kind of a book hoarder. (laughs) Just ask Matt. He doesn't let me order any more Amazon books, but that's okay. But also because when my kids wake up, like I said, they do most times than not, I want them to see me in my Bible. 
I don't want them to see me on my phone like, oh, Sam's playing whatever or doing whatever. I want them to see me in the word of God. I want them to see their mom soaking in God's presence and invite them in. They don't know what I'm reading. I mean, my older ones do, but like my littles know that I'm reading the Bible. I tell them, I want them to know that their mama was a mama who was in her Bible. I want them to see it. It's important to me. But then also along with the Bible, grab a translation that makes sense for you. Chances are either your first Bible or the one you read daily, probably maybe not King James version unless thou likes to discuss in thou old English. <laughs> that was my interpretation of old English. But the translation I sit with every day is usually new international version, NIV. Or uh, another one could be like English standard version. Those are two um, accurate Bibles that are easier to read. As you grow deeper in your faith, you can totally read different translations. I have different translations with me, but those aren't the ones that I study in and spend time with every morning, right? So to start, just pick one. If you have any questions on that part, again, send me a message and I would love to talk you through or give you some resources. But the one I will give you is my all-time favorite Bible right now has been the She Reads Truth Bible. And it is an NIV, but it comes with, one, it's pretty. (laughs) Two, it comes with a glossary. Each chapter has historical context and maps and like this is what's happening right now in this scene. Does such a good job at setting the scene for you. And then it also gives you, um, like if I'm reading John, it'll tell me scriptures in John that have other scriptures attached to them, right? So like maybe in John, we're fulfilling some prophecies from Isaiah. So it'll tell me those scriptures so I can like cross-reference my own Bible. It is so cool. I highly recommend it. I'll post the links below too. But, and then another tip, if you are not an active reader, Um, what I've heard is like the Bible's overwhelming to read and I agree sometimes. And so maybe not starting out in Genesis or the old Testament, if you're like not active, actively reading the Bible consistently, or you're new to reading the Bible on your own, I would suggest starting in the new Testament with one of the gospels, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John to start. Not only are you reading about Jesus's life here on earth during those books, but you're also reading all the incredible things he did. And those books are easier to understand and like get your Bible reading muscle worked out. Okay. So maybe don't start with the Old Testament. <laughs> start. So I do love the test Old Testament. Don't get me wrong. This is to start with, to get your muscles working, right? Um, after you read actual scripture, I'm a huge proponent of reading the actual Bible. Read a chapter a day. Read a story in the Bible. Then if you want to add on resources after that, absolutely. If you're an audio person, listen to the Bible being read on version or on a podcast. If you're a visual person, you can head to Right Now Media and grab a Bible devotional that you can watch or go to a, de- a reliable devotional company. I love Daily Grace Co. because they're biblically accurate. They're topically like, so they have ones for like anxiety. You can read that. Or they have like the the book of Ruth, right? Um, And they're pretty to look at. (laughs) Sorry, guys. They are pretty though. But, and they're cheap. They always have sales. So they're super affordable, right? But start with scripture first. I do not want us on devotional diets. I do not want us on 10 minute quiet times. I want us to read the word of God 
and then we can add things on in addition to throughout our day too. Also, this isn't, hmm, this isn't a 10 minute quiet time. And then I go about my day and I don't talk to Jesus again, right? This is a time with him to start our day. And then later throughout the day, maybe when you're making breakfast, you have worship music playing. Or when you are making dinner, you're listening to the Bible on your headphones. Or at nighttime, you're watching a Bible cartoon with the kids or watching a study, right? Like this isn't just a one and done thing. You're meeting God in the morning and then talking with him all throughout the day, worshiping him, praying with him, reading about him all day long, every single day. (laughs) This is just the Bible part of our daily walks with God, right? So the last one, because we figured out if this is a priority, we've said yes, because we've made it this far. We've made it happen practically by setting a time and place. And we even have some tools to help us understand and actually open the Bible more, right? What's next? Accountability, friends. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. There are so many benefits of doing life with each other and growing in your faith with each other. Accountability is huge. You have someone to ask if you've been in the word today, who will check in on you, right? Who loves you and sees your desire to be a woman in the word, who will encourage you instead of like put you down, a person who can answer questions or, excuse me, or help to find the answers with you, a person to remind you of those crazy days when they don't go as planned and then it's 10 o'clock at night to Hey, sis, still maybe here's some scripture for the day. Let me screenshot you a chapter so you can read it real quick, right? Those people. Being accountable to someone helps you stay consistent and disciplined in your Bible reading. Knowing that you have someone checking in on your progress can serve as a powerful motivator to prioritize and maintain a consistent routine. It also, I would say, helps you from feeling isolated. You're not alone in your faith journey. And you have that reminder because your person is there with you. Your accountability partners can challenge you even to apply the lessons learned from the Bible and like apply it to your actual life. They can hold you accountable to live out these principles and values that are found in scripture. And of course, they can pray with you and pray for you. They are for you. They're your cheerleader. So find a friend who is seeking to know him more as well and start reading a plan together. The YouVersion app has lots of plans you can do together. You guys can pick a book of the Bible and just go chapter by chapter a day or message me for an abundant woman breakthrough session. We can start a mentorship Bible reading plan together. I love reading the Bible with women of God. And what a breakthrough session, we've talked about it a little bit on the the podcast, but real quick again, it is monthly, weekly, one hour calls with me and the breakthrough happens. Well, when we get in the word together, but also you come up with a a stuck, something you're stuck in. I feel like I'm hit a wall here. I feel like I can't read my Bible. I feel like I don't understand. Right? So you pick a place that you feel stuck in, in your walk with God and you and I break it down together. I intercede for you. We read the Bible together. I challenge you. I help you. I'm always there for you. And so we do that through the Abundant Woman Breakthrough Sessions. They're the way that right now, the only way that you can work with me one-on-one. And I would love to do that with you. And if it's not me, then find somebody else to do it with you. Accountability is important. 
One thing I do want you to remember, that is not about perfection. We will not be perfect until the other side of heaven. So right now we're seeking relationship and progress. The Lord sees your heart and is so delighted by your desire to seek him. He loves you. And we get to take practical steps today knowing that God's word is living and active and ready to change lives. I want to leave you with two scriptures to remind us why this is important, holy work. Romans 15, 4 says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we may have hope. Isaiah 40, verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God will stand forever. Amen, friends. I hope this blesses you. I hope this encourages you. Again, as always, feel free to find me on Instagram and send me a message if you have questions. Send me a response to this email. I am here for you. Until next time, friends. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you, building community, going after Jesus, and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.